So how was it to actually go see it? Was it, uh, first of all, I, obviously it's 200 plus feet down, mm-hmm. incredibly dark. Was it, at that point, did it have a lot of quagga mussels on it? Like, it had nothing on it. It had nothing on it. It had a little bit of sediment, a little bit of silt. Yeah. And, uh, well, I tell you, it was, um, for me, the first dive that I made on it was was really one of the most memorable dives of my career because it was so scary. And the reason that it was so scary is because, you know, yes, the Submerged Resources Center now has a technical capacity to, to dive well past 220 feet, and we do it, you know, on a reasonably regular basis. And, and now the, those kind of dives are not that much, but you have to realize this is almost 20 years ago now. Yeah. And 20 years ago, to, to make that kind of a dive, um, you know, we trained specifically for the dive. We, we, we created specialized mixtures of breathing gas that was oxygen and helium. And, you know, the, the equipment was very heavy, very bulky, um, and it felt like we were going to the bottom of the world to have a look at this airplane. And um, just a little physiology for, for diving, when you're breathing a mixture of helium and oxygen instead of nitrogen and oxygen, Normal air is nitrogen and oxygen, but but specialized gas is is helium and oxygen. Helium molecules are much smaller than nitrogen molecules, so they diffuse into your tissues faster. So what does that mean? What that means is is that when you go deep and you're breathing a mixture of helium and oxygen instead of nitrogen and oxygen, you accrue a decompression obligation very, very quickly. So even after five minutes at 225 feet, you might have... 30 minutes of decompression obligation, which means like if anything goes wrong, you can't get to the surface without being injured or killed um, for at least 30 minutes. You have to come up very, very slowly. You have to stop at certain points and wait for the bubbles to come out of your tissues. And then you go up a little bit more and more bubbles come out. So it's sort of like if you take a, a bottle of soda pop and shake it, and if you open the top very, very slowly, you can control the size of the bubbles. And if you open the top all the way, it will spray everywhere. And that's the same as, as the gas that's driven into your tissues when you're breathing it under pressure. So, and, and because the helium goes into your tissues much faster than nitrogen, what happens is you, you get down there and, and, and you don't have any options. You are on a ride. You are going for as long as it takes, no matter what happens to you. And I had several dives on the B-29 where my dry suit flooded, where, you know, I had a cramp, where I had an earache, where I had, you know, uh, any number of things, you know, four or five of the most uncomfortable dives I've ever made. And you don't have a choice. You sit there and you, you, you suck it up and, and you do what you have to do. And, and I remember with a flooded dry suit, you know, we would go for a, a half an hour at 220 feet. Uh-huh. Yeah, half an hour at 220 feet would end up, would turn into a three-hour dive. 45 minutes at 220 feet would turn into a four-hour dive. So 45 minutes of work on the bottom, and then you spend the other, you know, three hours and 15 minutes slowly coming up. And when you have a torn wetsuit and the water temperature is 50 degrees, 
you just sit there and suffer. And, and I came out shaking blue. I was so cold I couldn't put my hands on the ladder and get myself up. But that's what you do. That's what you have to do. And so, you know, the first, the first dive on the plane was, oh my goodness, this is so deep. This is so scary. This is so dark. And then suddenly we saw the aircraft and it was just beautiful was just so cool i mean it sat there like a it's you know a silver spaceship it really literally looked like a spaceship sitting on the bottom of the of the lake and you know it was it was clean and shiny and you could see the you know the all the stenciling the, this is an escape hatch and all that sort of stuff all over the plane and you know yes we could see where the 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 team that had been diving on it before had had removed things and had damaged stuff but but the overall impact of it was just still absolutely remarkable it was just stunning you know and and i think for me that 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 those first kind of dives after you did them for a little while i, I won't say you got used to it but you sort of knew what to expect and you you felt like okay i can do this but the first one you're like i don't know if i can do this have an initial sight just, you'll never forget that. No, right? never, so never, ever. 